Misfit Adventures. So, um, where you guys are currently, just as a quick recap, because it's been a couple of weeks, is at the foothills of the Ashtarak Mountains. Um, you were basically guided there by some sort of spirit that you found in a town near the foothills. Um, and you made your way towards these large stone steps, which are now at the foot of. Uh, there were some wolf-like creatures that came out of the forest that attacked you out of nowhere, uh, but you dealt with them relatively easily. And uh, you were now at the bottom of these large stone steps that looked to have been built into the mountains themselves, uh, hand-carved somehow. Each step themselves looks to be a good kind of two feet high, and they just look to create a winding path up into the mountains. And that is more or less where we left off. So you're now at the bottom of these steps. Keep up, motherfuckers. Ron runs up the steps. <laughs> I guess that settles that then. We're just going straight up. I think we remember we spoke before about how Ashtarak knew we were coming. So there's no point in like trying to be all stealth like. Yeah, let's not dilly-dally anymore. I feel like I slowed us down quite a lot last time by coming up with a super clever roundabout ways plan just to realise I had no inkling on previous context. I believe we spent many hours discussing it, yeah. yeah. It was going to be fun, but let's, get, I, let's I, just get a move on and get caught. All of, all of that was right, yeah. I, oh, my God. I think Astrak's actually taken over the world and you know, we're just still sat here, so... And we're, still, we're still talking about what fucking way we're going to do. The steps are in front of us. We're on the steps we, to Astor. What the damn fucking steps? Oh, that's the future. Uh, <clears throat> ass crack. Run, run's gone. Run's yeah. gone. Let's, let's go follow Run. I think we should just go after Run. And, oh, don't, you know. don't run too fast after. With any luck, somebody will fucking kill him. <laughs> that'd be that he'd be the one today so the steps themselves are not just very high but they're very wide as well there's quite a big um they're, they're quite big so that you can fit several up one at a time we can assume that ron is at the front um how are the rest of you going up are you going single file are you going in pairs what do you want to do Oh, I'm chasing after Ron. Into... I'm leaving him. I'm leaving him to do that. I'm not chasing. I'm gonna walk up really slowly because I'm under ninety-six, you know. So, so I'm not gonna rush. I'm feeling feeling hurt from the last battle. Okay. I'll I'll walk alongside Deborah. You know, I I like his pace. I go with I go with the burrow. Oh, it looks like I'm bringing out the bloody rear. Then I'm young, didn't it? Right? Fuck the lot of you. <laughs> okay. I'm excited to hopefully find uh, that weapon of mine that I'm crafting. Elkie's Elkie's uh, horns. Elkie's remains. Yeah. <laughs> um, I. Yeah, I had an idea for that. I'll send that over in the chat in a moment. Um, see what you think. So, okay. So you've got Ron and Tal steaming ahead up these steps. Um, Deborah and Brody going a little bit slower pace, not too far behind, a few steps behind. 
and then you've got all brand at the back just kind of taking this time at a leisurely pace uh, <laughs> the steps themselves uh they they wind up into the mountains all the way up and up and up and you can feel uh definitely after a short while the um the oxygen levels start to drop a little bit you're already quite high up when you start to feel that there is definitely a lack of oxygen there but equally one thing that does strike you is that this sky that has been ever darkening is now almost pitch black and at this point you now have um the sun itself it's it's kind of afternoon-ish uh you have the sun itself covered in a blanket of clouds so there is very little visibility as you're making way up towards these uh this castle this town whatever it is that you might find at the top of this this mountain and uh as you make your way up visibility is okay um you can still kind of make out the general shape of the steps and the mountains so you can kind of find your way up as you go but just while we're, we're walking up there if everyone can do a um a perception check for me I can be doing that right now. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Dirty 20. Ah, we mean to go on, mate. 10. Doesn't affect us. Twenty-three. I got a fifteen. Twelve. Okay. So you hate birds. These bats. Yeah, well, they're flying things, and you know, different classification of anime altogether. Um, so between Ron and Aubran, they pick up on these bats coming so ron being at the front he can kind of see them as he's sprinting up he kind of catches wind of them and all brand being at the back he's got a good kind of view of everything so the two of them call to the rest of you and warn you that they can see this large swarm coming out of nowhere so the three of you do almost get clocked by these bats but you do manage to kind of duck and weave out the way drop to the floor just to avoid them completely and this stream comes along almost seems to come forever there are so many there's hundreds upon hundreds of these bats that fly out of nowhere and almost just as quickly as they appeared they disappear off into the far distance and for a moment or two you're a little bit rattled 
kind of not quite sure what to make of it, not quite sure how non-treacherous these jour this journey up these steps are going to be. But you regain your composure and you continue onward. So you've got, again, Ron, just as soon as these bats disappear, he just continues to sprint up the steps, Tar following very closely behind, and then Brody, Deborah, and Albrand bringing up the rear. I add that regardless of whether I'm successful, I'd like to fire a couple of bolts in the direction of the bats, just hoping to take down one or two. Because uh, they have wings, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gone from birds to just basically anything that's flying now. Yeah, well, you know, Tara is a big fan of cats. And with along with that alliance comes a certain distaste for flying things, really. Okay. Oh. Um, well, yeah, I mean, go, go ahead and just roll, roll an attack roll and see what we get. Nice. Uh, da, da, da. Mm. <laughs> Eight. Okay. Um, At least so, it's, as, it's in vain as, as suspected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, as, as these bats start to kind of peter out and you start to see the, the swarm kind of lessening you do kind of get up a little bit try and get your bow and arrow out and you take a pot shot but it does fall a little bit short and you just kind of curse at them as they disappear off into the darkness That's flying things <laughs> you can yeah, come back i'll kill you these steps um and these steps seem to go on forever it's quite um it's it's quite draining mentally and physically uh it seems to be that you're stepping and stepping and stepping for what seems to be hours and again the air starts to get thinner and thinner the higher you go but almost at the point that you start to kind of give up and you resolve that you know maybe this is all a trick of the mind maybe there is nothing you start to see uh something and it's it's kind of like a cliff ridge at the top you can start to see a faint outline of something that gives you the impression that you are now near the top of these mountains one by one you start to reach the the top of these steps the top of these mountains and you take a moment or two and you look behind you you look below and you can see just how far you've come and you can see that you've clambered hundreds and hundreds of feet up these mountains and you can now see a very, very wide landscape beneath you. The top of these steps is, there's a couple of things that strike you. There is, so in front of you, the mountains plateau and it's a, a flat area that stretches out in front of you. And there are, it's like a small town. It's like a small village. You can see that there are houses dotted around, very similar to what you saw previously in the town before. They look to be in very bad condition. They look to be in disrepair. The houses immediately in front of you, barely anything to them. They've got huge holes in the roof, the doors, completely unhinged, windows broken. There's very little of them standing altogether. But you can see that it was at one point what looked to be a very, um, 
large town slash small village. So there's lots of houses dotted around in front of you. And off in the very, very far distance, um, probably about a half a mile away, maybe three quarters, is a very large castle slash manor, um, which is at the other end of a large bridge that you can just about make side of from where you are. But in front of you are lots of houses that are pretty much all but broken apart. And after a while standing there, something really curious happens, which is that you start to see off in the distance shapes moving about. And because of the, the darkness surrounding you, you can't quite tell what it is to begin with, but you can start to make out that these shapes are humanoid in appearance. And after a little while, there seems to be, out of these houses, other humanoid figures coming out of them. Um, and they're, they're kind of wandering around very slowly, milling about here and there. Uh, none of them are directly in front of you. Uh, on this map, you probably got the houses at the far end of this map where there are one or two shapes that are starting to emerge from the buildings. So you're talking about 50 feet away. So from where you are at the moment, you can't tell if any of these figures can see you. You can't see too much of them, but they do look to be about five, six feet tall and humanoid in appearance. Shit, I say we go back, man. Or maybe we just take cover in these buildings. Yeah, I think we should we should get into some cover. I'd assume that our, everyone here is hostile. Yeah, yeah. Can I hold an action map? Uh, you can do. Yeah, we can um, say that you're prepared. Because um, I've got 120 feet for Elders Blast. So... If they, any of the figures turn hostile, I want to, you know, cast Eldritch Blast as soon as they turn hostile. Yeah, yeah, that's no worries. If if they do, then we can say that you can kind of get a, a first move on them or a retaliation on them. That's fine. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you've got, I mean, from where you are, you can kind of make out these figures, um, which... The closest ones are about 50 feet away, which again, we kind of say, I'm going to annotate really quickly. If we kind of say you are literally at the foot of these steps here, then that would put the closest of these figures around here. And they're just kind of very slowly shuffling about um, the, you know, they're walking, but they're walking at a very, very slow pace. And there's a couple just kind of going in and out of those houses, just where that question mark is. I don't know about you fellas, but I think it's not remotely a coincidence that they're 50 feet away and that my hunting rifle reaches 80 feet. <laughs> Shit, man, hold on for a second. Let's try and work this thing out. I'll just... Let's see what they do. Okay, I'll wow. follow you with my bow, man. I mean, to be fair, if, any, if someone shot at me, I'd react pretty angrily, so maybe that's not the best tactic. <laughs> well, mm. well, while they're all having this conversation, Albrain slowly gets, catches up with them, completely out of breath. Wheezing as he gets on the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Because what we've seen right over there. Oh, hello, my spectral friends. Hello. 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 Oh, hey. So as, as you're calling to them, um, <laughs> they don't seem to take any any attention. Uh, they don't seem to really notice. Um, you're not sure whether it's that they can't hear you or whether they're just ignoring you, but they're just still kind of walking back and forth. Shit, dog. They're just motherfucking ghosts of the last town. Let's right, just walk right. on through. Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's walk up to them if they... If they... I'm going to carry on saying that I all the time I'm walking up to them. All right. Well, you know, I'm the nice one out of us. You know. I know, but we are trying to be discreet. You know? hey, discreet about to... what? He knows we're coming. Yeah, but we're going, he said cool, hello. we're going to do this cool tactical approach and like go through the buildings and stuff. But, you know, it's all out of the way. You ain't nice to me, man. <laughs> so where are we on the map? Just at the bottom of the stairs at the moment. So you were there. Yeah. You've just literally got to the top of the stairs and um yeah from where you are you can see the remnants of a large village slash small town just sprawling out in front of you if you guys want to sneak around the houses i'll just walk into the middle and just stand there hello i while, while, while brand's making a bit of a uh, distraction perhaps um i mean they haven't noticed but you know keep going um i'd like to just investigate all those interesting looking boxes and barrels for the sake of any additional bits and pieces we might have with us. Yeah, we do that. Let, let the old dude kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello. So, so I'll, right. I'll, I'll run off towards the right-hand side, because it seems to be more on that direction. Yeah, can I go that way as well, I think? I'll follow right. Tar. I don't. I want to get some cover. My name's Albright. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Let's let's do this. Um, so let's say Tar and Brody have kind of ventured towards this way. Um, Albran is just literally going straight up the middle. Um, and then Rondeborough, where are you going? I'm going to go keep an eye on Albran because he's, just in case they attack him. That's very good. I'm yeah. still holding my action. Someone on. should do that. So you're just going to kind of go straight up the middle and accompany him. Crazy old cleric. Not stand right next to him, but like stand in a distance. So we can kind of put you like somewhere around here where you've got a little bit of cover, but you can... From a distance, he stands there looking. Or did you want to get a bit closer? And now, um, now I'll be fine. Okay. Um, Ron, what are you doing? Shit, I'm just going to go up to that building with Udeborough and just stand there and watch this fool. <laughs> Feels like an episode of... Oh, watch me or watch Auburn? Like Dragon Ball Z where Goku's oh, right. in the middle. God damn. Kind of fucking around. <laughs> everyone, else is kind of, or something. everyone else is kind of hiding and he's just sort of <laughs> chatting about how cool the latest thing is. <laughs> Oh, they're really impressive. <laughs> I talk to you like I'm friendly. Here's you again, best buddy. Uh, now, now, I, now I've got myself a little bit closer, Matthew. Um, yes. Can I see what exactly they are? Yeah, so what, what we'll do is resol we'll resolve it in this way. So Deborah and Ron take 
the house to the left and they stay a little bit of a distance away, keeping watch to make sure that you are protected. Ron, uh, sorry, Ron and Deborah do that. Brody and Tar head to the right and they start to investigate uh, a couple of crates, a couple of barrels around the nearest houses. They, they are empty. Um, there isn't really much to them. They, they look to whatever it was that was in them have been deserted. Um, and then Albrand going straight up the middle, you walk past the first set of houses, past the first row, and you can start to make out what these things are. Um, and for all intents and purposes, they look like regular people. Um, they're wearing regular kind of peasant clothing. Um, they are, there's a few of them, let's say at that point, just ahead of you. And uh, they look to be male, anywhere between late 20s, early 40s. Um, just very similar to the kind of people you've come across in the towns prior. Um, from where you are standing though, the one thing that you notice that although they're walking around and they're acting normal per se, um, there are two things that stand out. One of them is that they are not interacting with each other, and the other is that they do look to have a vacant expression on their face. It looks as though, you know, they're almost like sleepwalking as they're walking around. In the distance, you can see as, as the town sprawls out further, you can see uh, dozens of people walking around. Um, they're doing all sorts of different things. Some of them just look like they're walking aimlessly about. Some of them are carrying things, but it doesn't look like they quite know what they're doing with them or what they're, where they're taking them. Um, just boxes, just tools, random things. Um, and then these ones in front of you are just kind of very slowly plodding along, walking aimlessly around. Okay. Um, can I touch one of them and cast Lesser Restoration? Uh yeah, you can certainly try. So let me just refresh my memory of what that does. Um, I can cure it of a disease or a condition affecting it. Yeah, it says, to an extent. Yeah, it says you can cure them of blindness, deafness, paralyzation, or poison. Um, but yeah. Uh, you can you can certainly give it a go if you wish to. Um, yeah, I'm more just seeing so, if I can get a jolt out of them. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, so let's say you cautiously approach someone who's nearest to you. Uh, you, uh, there's a touch accent, so yeah, you kind of place your hands on their shoulder and try and channel this divine energy to relieve them of what it is that's afflicting them. Uh, nothing seems to change. So they are still there um, with this vacant look on their face. But as they realize you touch them, and it is a bit of a delayed realization, they stop, they turn to you, and with a very gauntlet um, way, they just say, all hell Ashtoreth. And then they turn and continue on with what it is they were doing. 
Oh, well, that was bloody useful, wasn't it? Okay. Who's wrestling? Um, oh, sorry. I should have put it on mute. Um, right, okay. Well, that didn't really work. So, I, I don't think any of these are going to be of any use to us. They zombie zombified kill Asterak free these guys I weighing out the options oh yo uh, Deborah is he talking to himself <laughs> yeah no I am I am talking to myself because no other fuckers there is <laughs> Brody breaks from cover noticing what's going so. on um, and uh, yeah it, it does seem like nothing's happening with these people they're just brainwashed and absorbed by Astrak. So, um, yeah, he runs up to Old Brown and he's like, I, I don't think they pose any threat. We should probably just push on. I, yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be much. No. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to punch one of these houses down just, just for something to do <laughs> while I'm waiting for Old Brown. Wow, wow, frustration. Right. God wow. damn it, man! Just a just a, just a test. See if I can do it in one punch. Yeah, go go for it. Just um, roll roll an attack for me. Uh, unarmed, yeah. All right. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Oh, nat twenty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's say just kind of from from frustration, seeing all brand, not really giving any answers out of this guy. You're just kind of like, she, and you just turn and you roundhouse one of the beams that are supporting this house. Um, through a combination of where you hit it and through a combination of it being so old and run down, uh, it does just crumble in front of you. Um, weirdly enough, despite the noise, despite the destruction, um, None of these figures seem to still be phased. They seem to just be kind of oblivious to everything that's going on around them. But uh, you maybe get one or two today looks from the rest of the group. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, Dobro. You see that shit? Right. Ron, if you finish being a twat, come here. <laughs> Ain't going nowhere near you, old man. I know what you're going to do. Turn me into a purple motherfucker again. <laughs> no, actually, I wasn't going to cast light. I was going to do something that was like, you know, almost what I was supposed to do as part of the group. So, can, can gather around people quickly, quickly gather around before I get bored. While these people aren't fucking paying attention to it. <laughs> Crossed out. <laughs> it's off the map. <laughs> Uh, let's go get, Jackie Chan that's about a 19 <laughs> and a 20 and you watch when we get into battle I'll be rolling <laughs> nat, nat 1s don't you dare jinx it no I'm not jinxing anything just, that's just what happens <laughs> that's uh, true with none of these villagers paying us any mind or any attention whatsoever what, do, what does the uh, the future pathway hold for us so you're saying, what can you see in front of you, yeah? Yeah, basically. So, I mean, generally speaking, it is obviously very plain, very nondescript because of it being so old. It is, um, 
you can assume from what you learned, you know, a week or so ago from relatively early on in the adventure, that this is the town of Ashtarak. Again, the guy has been very humble in naming everything. So you're on the town of Ashtarak itself. Um, and again, where this guy has been non-existent for a couple, several hundred years, this place has been long abandoned. Having a look from where you are, you can see that the town sprawls out in front of you for a good half a mile, two, three quarters of a mile, with dozens and dozens of these people just milling about. You can see that there is uh, straight ahead of you this large manor, this small castle, kind of, it's a very large building. And you can, you can kind of probably safely assume that that's where, the, where, where Ashtarak is. Uh, it's the only big kind of, I suppose, um, landmark in the general vicinity. All right. So basically, boys, Ask Crack lives in that big house at the end. <laughs> it would appear so. So what I'm going to do then is I'm going to put you all around me. Come and gather in. I go. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do yeah. it because we're going to need to have have be be full of uh, full gusto uh, as we head up to this. So uh, and yeah, and as while well, they're all sitting around because nobody else is paying us any damn attention, um, yeah. I, start, I start casting prayer of healing. Okie dokie, Spocky. What uh, does that does that do anything other than uh, HP healing? Uh, no, just no, oh, okay. Why? What are you suffering from? Uh, not suffering from anything. I just um, I've just used up a lot of key points. No, I can't um, give can't give you any of them. Only a rest will do that. I should maybe we do Did... a, a short rest then. Did we do a short rest before? No. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, so... No, do your Healy thing, and then uh, I suppose could we could do that as part of the short rest as well, maybe an activity during rest, if that's what we can do. Or is that even... Is there any point in doing that? If, if you haven't short rest, there's no point in casting the spell, because what it oh. does is it gives you guys 2d8+, plus this spell casting mods of health back. Uh, if you do a short rest, you can use as many hit dice as you want to recover health. So I, I would say either or, if you want to use the spell slot, that's, you know, a quick alternative to having a short rest. But it saves you the spell slot if you have a short rest. I don't mind living yeah. there. If we can do the short rest, let's do the short rest. Oh. Yeah, I get, I get one of my superiority die back. That'd be nice. Okay. I take it we're not doing long rests anymore. Well, at this stage, it's difficult to decipher if it's going to be safe enough to have a long rest. So you're pretty confident with these folks walking about that if you don't disturb them too much, they probably won't disturb you. So you kind of find a quiet corner and you kind of have a about an hour's rest keeping an eye out just to make sure that none of them become aggressive, which they don't. Some of them even pass by you pretty close and they don't pay you any mind. So, you know, you can kind of sit and rest for an hour or so and just recover and just you know, feel a bit more refreshed before moving on. 
God damn, I feel good. I just used all my barbarian dice and I still didn't get myself up before HP. Uh, which, uh, which, which dice is it that we use? Is that a D8 that we roll? It's relevant to your club. Yeah. So, uh, so. Okay, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I, I use I use my D12s for my barbarian. Uh, yeah. And it, uh-huh. didn't, and it didn't put me up to full HP. <laughs> One D10 per fight level. Cool. All right. Yeah. So if you're level six, you'll have a maximum of six hit dice. So you can use as many as you want during a short rest. But once they're all gone, they're all gone, and you only recover them once you have a long rest. So okay. you can be as tactical as you like. You can use as few or as many as you want to but until you have a long rest you don't get them back cool okay i'm gonna use those two then uh, okay cool cool yay max hp from using one oh, one d8 strong So once you've gone and done everything you need to, um, just let me know and we'll move, we'll move things along. Yep, good to go here. Is anyone else going to do? I, I can see Burrow. Did we you, lose James? I was missing a few. Are you going to recover any? Or? I already used them. I was just renaming myself. I'm just trying to work out what my... Uh... Short rest die is. It's more than likely a D8, um, D8 isn't it? Yeah, uh, ranges are D8, so you can use up to six of them to recover however many people you want. Um, you may only need to use one, depending on what the role is. Yeah, um, right. Certain spells you might get back. I'm not sure I've had exactly whether it's a long or a short rest, depending on what spells you've got, but you might recover some. Um, but yeah, I mean, while while you know, if uh, while you guys are kind of just finalising everything, I can move things along just very very slowly. Um, once Actually, you press, sorry, I was just going to say it's a D10 for Ranger. I just call it there. D10. Oh, D10. Yeah. Okay. It's um, decent. Got the handbook open. Sorry, man. That's cool. Um, How many do I need? Pretty good for Rangers, actually. Um, so yeah. you guys take a short rest in a quiet corner, um, and you keep an eye out. And, and again, nothing does disturb you. So you go um, for the whole hour without being interrupted or, or facing any kind of attack or anything. And seeing this large building off in the distance, you can surmise that that's where you need to go. So you make your way through the town gradually. Uh, and again, you're completely undisturbed by these figures that are walking around. And as you go further through the town, you can see more and more. And it looks as though they all have the same blank, almost dead to the world expression on them, but they're carrying out menial tasks. It doesn't look like they're doing anything um, of note, it looks like for all intents and purposes they're acting or behaving as they would do if they did have the faculties to them, but it just looks like they are, you know, lights are on but no one's home kind of thing. And you walk through the town, 
which takes a short while, takes about 10 minutes or so before you start to get much, much closer to where this large building is. And you start to make out a couple of things. You can see that as you approach, there is a, as you approach the edge of the town, there is a large bridge that is separating you from um, the, I'm trying to get this to work, it's going really slow. I might just turn off screen share for a second, see if that speeds it up. Um, so you approach the edge of this town and you can see that there's a large bridge separating the town from this large building that you've spotted off in the distance. Um, the bridge itself looks to be sturdy. It looks to be made of stone. It stretches, uh, Diameter-wise, probably about 40 feet. So you know that you can quite easily walk across it if you need to. And at the uh, foot of the bridge, either side of it, are these two large, almost like gargoyle-type statues that are sitting there. Uh, the, ah, okay, I can get it up now so you can see a bit clearer. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the bridge extends quite a ways so it stretches several hundred feet oh, further off uh, into the distance and you can see below you there is a very large drop which leads into a body of water which as you look further off towards the um left hand side you can see that that's uh, going the the current is going quite strong off to the left hand side um but we can say that where you are now is uh, so we can say you're about here you're about the edge of the town and you can see these large gargoyle type statues at either end of this bridge uh there are no railings to this bridge it is literally uh just a flat bit of stonework that reaches from where you are all the way off to this large manor off in the distance I feel like we're walking right into a trap. It does seem that way. Yeah, and who builds a bridge without any railings on the side? That's just crazy, man. Goddamn dangerous. Not the yeah. northern way. No. Well, is it? I don't know. They seem to like caves. Um, I'm happy to just carry on going across the bridge, but I can. Is that is that a wagon I can see? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> it is wagon, yeah. Well, I can't help suggest think that we should perhaps push the wagon on the bridge first, see if anything happens. <laughs> I was going to think that it's idea, good. Actually. It's good. One of us could pull straws, and the person one of us could hide on the wagon, and then we just sort of roll it and see how far it gets. Is this how someone's going to die? Uh, into a wagon. Ron, Ron's going to go and uh, climb on top of one of those gargoyles. No, don't do it. And he's going to wrap his arms around its neck. Oh, God, babe. Just in case. Is that snoring you, Ron? What's that, my man? Was I snoring you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it is your death sentence. Right, is he so, another character dead for poor Dan? <laughs> another character death add to the list? Hell no, I got the goddamn advantage here, man. 
So, Tari, you still going towards this car, or was that kind of next when Ron started to run towards one of these gargoyles? Yeah, I guess it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's let's just mark you out individually, like we did on the other maps. Let me just get rid of this. So we will say um, it doesn't matter necessarily which order you guys are in. Um, so most of you are back here. Yeah. So we've got Tom. We've got Brody, we've got Deborah, and we've got Aubran all the back here currently. Um, and then Ron has just kind of run towards any preference on which one? F door. I'm going to say left. Okay. So he's just kind of run around. A buff's gone. Steamrolled up towards this thing and jumped on the back of it. Um, triple, now. Triple backflip. <laughs> the the statues themselves are um about eight feet tall so it's not really that difficult to do that so yeah you kind of run up and as you kind of get closer you kind of turn your back and do a backflip but you manage to jump on the back of him um james has gone yeah so yeah. i don't know whether we should wait for him to come back um yeah. see yeah. what happens uh he hasn't sent anything in the chat yet so we'll give him a second or two he dropped out once before and then and then returned rather sharply. So mm. hopefully, it's even though he said he was done. <laughs> oh, that was on the last session. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah right, I'm done. I'm done. But I'm that, that that was that was just after I said that he couldn't cast his thunder wave as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not playing this game. Saying <laughs> <laughs> I can't use my spell. <laughs> He says, do you want anything? Oh, oh, no, that's my mum asking if I want anything from Tesco. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it a second and see what happens. But um, I might go and get a snack and um, and maybe, yeah, go for a piss. So. Yeah, I'm going to go for a piss. Yeah. yeah, yeah be. Sounds good. I might pause the recording. So, yes. Yes. Okay. Ah, okay. No worries. No worries. Right. Are you move back into your room. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see if basically I'm gonna see if my DD's going is uh, what's causing the problems. That's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, maybe. Tell you what, your image is clearer. Mm. Mm, yeah, great. You suddenly tell me that my DD room can't be flipping used for what? <laughs> <laughs> All that time and money invested. Oh. Well, there are ways to solve that. Yeah, you can get a booster box maybe or something. Yeah. yeah. But we'll 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 see we'll see how this goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also you could just uh just just like drop a cable depending on on where things are in that in the in the house. Uh, you could just drop I, a cable down I, the window. Unless I drill holes in walls and through floors and things there. No, not out one window down the other. <laughs> I've done that before. Right, so where where did where did we get with the with the with the bridge? What 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 were your ideas before I pissed off? Uh, right, well, well Dan, Dan or Ron has basically run up to one of these gargoyle figures and jumped on the back of them. Oh, that sounds like Ron, yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? We're talking about you, not to you. Oh, sorry, I'll, I'll leave. <laughs> I, I, might, I might have attempted to uh, talk about it, but no, I wouldn't have tried very hard. <laughs> Probably one of those moments where it's like, please, no, don't. So, okay. did anybody actually just think about grabbing one of those barrels and like pushing it out onto the bridge to see what happened? 
Actually, I do like the idea of getting on those barrels and maybe using the wagon. Yeah, this is a good idea, guys. All right. So what we what we should do is we should take the um, we should take the wagon and try and use it to as a bit of a lever. Try and dig it underneath one of those gargoyles because we all know what gargoyles do, right? We don't trust them. We don't think that these are good things. Let's try and tip them into the water, right? And let's use the barrels as the weight on the back to try and uh, give us that extra oomph to tip these things into the water. I choose to push the one with Ron sitting on it. Are we going to be able to do well, that? Well, this is the thing. So I was waiting for you all to come back. Um, so what happens, we can say that, you know, perhaps Tar starts to edge towards this wagon and try and, you know, devise a plan to use it and the barrels to try and move things along. But with Ron jumping on the back of this gargoyle, um, immediately after he does it, it starts to move. Uh, <laughs> Damn it, Ron. As, as does the other one. So this, this one that Ron has jumped on the back of, um, it starts to kind of stand and rise up and start kind of trying to walk. And uh, the other one starts to move as well. And it's to kind of move around and you can see very, very slowly chips of um, stone start to fall off as it starts to move about. The other thing um, which really takes you back, this big building off in the distance, which is still a little bit of a blur because it is quite far away, uh, something starts to move from that as well. So you can see from the top of this building, something starts to fly off from the roof and it slowly starts to descend upon you. And what it is, is... Which, sorry, which building? Fr from the... Castle. Castle that you're oh, approaching okay. now. Good. So as, as you're kind of, I suppose, the confusion, the realization that these things in front of you are actually moving, you don't recognize it at first, but there is something that starts to move from the castle. And even from there, you can see it's pretty large and it starts to flap these large wings that come towards you. And there is a very large stone-like dragon that drops on the bridge. And it looks to be about 20 feet long. It is very wide, so it takes up the vast majority of this bridge. And it lets out a large roar with these chips of stone spewing from its mouth. So roll for initiative. I got him fucked up here. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I think I'm just gonna go. This is great, but you know. It was a good game. It lasted. <laughs> yeah, it I'll enough. see you later. Bye. <laughs> Just gonna jump on the <laughs> Come back. Come on. I'm stuck Don't on the leave scene. Me. Oh. oh shit. Right, so, um, bear with me two seconds. I'm gonna drop down my results. Let me let me just uh, close the door. Oh, yeah. This fucking t-shirt's for a skinny person. <sighs> okay. Um. Did anyone get above 20? Correct, right here. Well, 21. Okay, cool. Um, anyone between 15 and 20? 18 for Brody. Sorry, I haven't rolled yet. <laughs> God damn it. Oi. So, uh, 
Tar, let me know if you get anything above a... I've got 20. You got 20. Ooh. Okay. Cool. Um, so above 20, 15 to 20. Uh, anything between 10 and 15? 11. Okay. Uh, and Paul Brown, what did you get? I got seven. Okay. Classic Paul Brown. Classic. <laughs> What's your uh, initiative? Like minus 10? <laughs> it's only minus one, but as soon as you click on it to roll a dice, it just, yeah. <laughs> it's like D&D Beyond knows just <laughs> how old and slow I am. It rolls a D4 for you. <laughs> so um we're going to start with ron so ron you're straddling this large gargoyle um oh, near yeah, a cafe. Yeah. what do you want to do here we go uh goddamn uh i'm gonna wrap the ebony flail around its neck multiple times and uh i'm gonna try so and just to, take just control to of it if you're so, if you're kind of like grabbing onto it like that, how are you going to get the the thing out? Yeah, one hand, I grab hold on one hand and then grab the ebony flail with the other, and <laughs> round round it, it'll just wrap. Use the um the flail on the, <laughs> on the okay. end to go um, round, and I'll grab the flail and the handle, and then use them as like reins. Okay. I, I'm going to ask you, because you're going to take a hand off to make an athletics check. God to see damn. You hold of it. This is like some sort of rodeo run. I mean, I rolled a 17 plus 421. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, just about managed to hang on it isn't bucking too wildly because it is very slow moving so you kind of take advantage and you manage to very quickly whip out your flail um so from there what are you gonna do yeah i'm gonna like swing it around wrap it around its neck so i'm gonna go for a like as if i'm gonna go for a hit but i don't want the the end of it to hit i want it to wrap around its neck and then i'm gonna grab the flail end just before too much of the length continues round, and then I'm going to use them like reins. Okay, cool. Um, let's say do a standard attack roll just to see if you can do that. Attack plus six. Oh, nat twenty. Okay, well, yeah. So it's, it, essentially, it's relatively easily done. Again, these these figures are quite slow moving, so with your quick reflexes, you not only manage to take out the flail, but almost in one smooth motion at the same time while holding on to like its neck with the free hand, you swing this flail around and very quickly grab the other hand. So you've now got this, uh, this weapon around its large stone neck that you can just about manage to, to hold on. And now holding on to that. So what's that count as my, my action? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Right. So as a bonus action, I'm going to go for a double headbutt. <laughs> Right there, stone. <laughs> I don't give a shit. That's, First, that's uh, gonna hurt. First one's a nat one. Second one is a uh, thirteen. Okay, 
So uh, on the first one, let's say that once it realizes that it's got this thing around its neck, it does move that much that you kind of miss completely. Um, not bucking again, but just kind of with the weight of it, it's quite heavy, quite sturdy. You do get thrown off a little bit. And then you do go to hit it a second time, but it seems like the the stone itself is so thick and so dense that you don't manage to clock it quite hard enough to do any damage. Oh shit! That was smart. That was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the ebony flail, it hit. Oh, we're going for a hit. I'm not going to... No, that's not a hit. All right. So, yeah, I'm finished. So I'm still pretty much grappled onto the... I've got control of this thing, yeah? yeah to, to a degree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm finished. Okay. Um, Thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm interested in seeing where this goes. Um, Tar, you're next. Okay. I'd like to um, jump up onto the roof of the house that I'm right next to. Okay. Um, that is going to involve an acrobatics check because the house is a good kind of 15. The roof is about 15, 18 feet high. When I say jump, I mean just sort of clamber, really. I don't mean to be too colloquial about it. Like, just, you know, get get up high. I don't need to do a backflip. Okay. Just because jump and clamber wow. is well, not. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you you would normally sacrifice a foot of movement per kind of vertical climb, but you're right next to the building, so you can quite easily traverse it. So that's fine. So we'll plonk you on the roof, like so. Nice. Thank you very much. Um, in that case, I'd also like to put my hunter's mark on the nearest gargoyle um with with that ron has on him mm -hmm. and um start taking pot shots with my hunting rifle okay cool so, so you'll get two attacks so if you roll to attack with the first one yeah um that is a 16. Uh, yeah 16 is enough okay nice so that is uh 2d10 piercing okay um Two of those. That is, uh, I must say that's a 14. No, 40. 14. 40. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, should, it should be 2d10. And Hang on, let me switch dice rollers because I'm using an app which I'm trying to be clever with and I think it might be a bit too advanced for me. Just, just, just do the roll of die on Google. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking. Um, there we go. 11. Okay. Cool. Um, so, yeah, taking up a good position on the roof of the building, you managed to take sight of it. Ron, controlling it helps to keep it where it's still, and you managed to lodge a bullet into its chest and you again can see like chips of stone flying off as it manages to pierce it. Cool. That's not including my extra 1d6 from Hunter's Mark. So, okay, so, so roll that as well then. Okay, uh, so that is an extra six points. Um, so 17. 
Okay, cool. So 17 on the first hit then. So, um, yeah, so if you want to attack again, just need to do the same thing again. So D20 first and see what happens. Uh, my D20 was a two. Okay, so um, let's just say from a combination of the bucking from Ron being uh, on top of it and it being hit with this first bullet, um, it kind of moves around so quickly that uh, the second one does fly past it. All right, then. That's me. Okay, uh, Brody. Uh, does the dragon look like it's going to engage, or is it kind of sitting back at the moment, just waiting? Um, it's difficult to tell. I mean, obviously it's hostile, but you don't quite know without doing some sort of check whether you can tell whether it's going to make a move or not. Mm. All right. Um, for the moment, I'll engage the gargoyle on the right to make sure that that's occupied. And if the dragon jumps in, then I'll get involved. But yeah, um, will I make it there? Or, or actually, no. I'll I'll click my heels together and activate boots of speed, and then I'll go for the gargoyle on the right. Okay. Cool. Uh, so yeah, you rush up to it and engage it in combat. So go for it. I'm going to say hello. All right. Uh, so uh, attacking with my longsword, uh, usual attack, 20 a hit. Uh, yeah. Gets a, a, a 13 on the end. Plus a radiant. Where's my bloody radiant? Eh? All right, yeah. Uh, so the... The sword hits for a total of 21. Okay. And my uh, hand axe, I come in with a hand axe then, which hits with, uh, to hit is 15. Uh, 15 does hit. All right. And that does uh, six damage. And then I'm going to rinse and repeat. Uh, so. Longsword goes with my extra attack. Longsword, ah, shit, gets a nine. Nine will miss. Yeah. And then hits with a hand axe as well, which gets a uh, 13. That will miss too. Bollocks. Right, and that's me. Okay, so you come in with this windmill-style attack, managed to get a good couple of hits in on him, but um, he does manage to power you with the second couple of hits and... But you still, yeah, still managed to get a couple of hits, so that's cool. Um, right, so it is the, the gargoyles that are going to make a move now. Um, we'll go in, um, let's see. Okay, so the first one that Ron is currently straddling, um, he is going to attempt to buck you off. Um, so if you make a strength check, just a standard straight up strength check against his and see what happens. Twenty-one. Okay, you got the hell. <laughs> so uh, he does try nice. and throw you off, but you are that nimble that he can't quite manage to get you off of him. Um so he can't quite attack you, but what he is going to do 
is he's going to use his movement to fly 50 feet in the air. He's now 50 feet up, um, but he still has you on his back. (laughs) The second one is going to try and attack Brody with these two claws. Uh, so he is going to try and hit that. Uh, where is it? Plus four. Twin, 20, not natural, but 20. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, so with the first one, he does uh, eight slashing damage. And then with the other one that comes rearing around, uh, that one is only a 12, so that one will no doubt miss. Yep. So he manages to hit you once, and then you kind of parry him with your weapon so that you only take the one attack. All right. The dragon is going to move separately, so it is Deborah's turn next. Okay. Um, I'm going to be aiming for the gargoyle on the right. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get a line of sight that I don't hit Brody. Yeah, you're you're there at the moment, so I mean you, you've got a clear shot at him. Alright, so I'm gonna go fire my two Eldritch blasts at and that one. Mm-hmm. Fire the first one for a nat twenty. There you go. Um, now being 18. Okay. Nice. Gonna find my next one. Um, for 23. That will hit. And that is six. Okay. So you managed to uh, aim just around the side of Brody, hit off these two blasts of energy, which again, just as these gargoyles are taking bits and bits of stone and chipping off and uh, you can see that this one on the right uh, has now got a very, very large crack in the center of you can start to see cracks forming around uh, the, the middle of its body as you're whacking away at it and wailing away at it as time goes on um, do you want to move or do you want to stay where you are I want to stay where I am at the moment but can I shout out to body say hey what a crack <laughs> sure. <laughs> now I'll be happy uh, to do so. Always okay. getting his crack. <laughs> Aim at the crack. <laughs> okay. No problem. Um, I'm just checking one thing. Do, 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 do. Okay. Um, Oh, right. So, uh, the dragon is going to move next. Now, he is going to fly up and towards you two. Oh, bollocks. Oh, shit. That's on you guys. That's not what he wanted. How high is he? And as he, he kind of flies, like, oh. ver- not vertically, he flies across. So he doesn't right. he goes along this way. Yeah. Uh, he's got pretty big movement. 
Um, and what he does, he doesn't physically attack you, but as he lands, he lets out this deafening roar. Um, I need you both to do a constitution saving throw. Oh. I got a 19. Ooh, 19. Okay. We are linked. So. Where were you when I needed my initiative then? <laughs> I'm so sorry now, I don't get disadvantage. Just double checking this one last time. Okay, so um, as he roars, um, you are a little bit taken aback, but nothing seems to happen, so you're all good there. But he is going to try and hit you both with one of his large stone-like claws. So he's going to go for um, Bullbaron first. Oh, natural 20 on that one. Oh, um, shit. So, okay. You can take it. Uh, where have they all gone? It's only 36d6, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, ironic. <laughs> Roll reversal. <laughs> so, you take 20 slashing damage. Jesus Christ. And then he's going to take his other claw and try and hit. Deborah, yeah, um, which will be a twenty-three to hit, yeah, and that will do. Uh, Thirteen slashing damage. Thirteen, cool. And that is his turn. We <laughs> come round to Auburn. Right now, I've been smashed in the face by a giant dragon. Um, cool. I'm going to use. Um, oh, he's right next to me, isn't he? Yeah. I was going to do all of my little bits and pieces. All right. Fuck all the little bits and pieces. Uh, I'm going to cast Inflict Wounds at level two. Okay. Uh, I need to do something, don't I? No, you don't. It's a, it's a melee attack roll. Okay. And I'll see your natural 20 and raise you a natural 20, you biarch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That gives me 8d10 damage. Thanks. Oh, that's broken. <laughs> 54 points of damage. <laughs> oh, my Whoa. God. Ow, that really hurt. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, that, that's such a ridiculous amount. Just remind me how it looks when you cast this spell. What we're seeing is you do this ridiculous number of uh, times. <laughs> I inflict wounds. So I I, uh, I 
I create the necromantic aura on the end of my Warhammer. So my Warhammer is uh, black with necromantic smoke as I swing it and connect. Okay. Oh, so that magic crazy spell. Yeah, strike him in a very vulnerable spot. So you hear a loud, again, very similar to what he did when he dropped in front of you, a piercing roar in pain this time as the axe manages to connect. Uh, he is pretty sturdy, so although that did hurt, he does still, he looks pissed, basically, now you've done that. Um, awesome. Yeah, great. I've upset a dragon. <laughs> um, okay, and now I've used uh, a big spell. I... <sighs> Shit. No, I'm going to have to leave it where it is, I think. Okay. Yes. Now, that'll be my turn. Okay. Um... Round two, Ron, you're flying on a gargoyle 50 feet up. What do you want to do? All right, is there any way that I can take control of this thing? I want to, what I'm thinking is I'm going to pull the chain even tighter just to like squeeze it around his neck a little bit. I understand he is stone, but hmm. yeah, okay. I'll... no, I haven't got a butt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will meet you halfway. Um, if you do. Animal handling check, even though he's not technically an animal, um, then we'll see what you can do with him. Oh, 20. What's going on? So, yeah, you manage to uh, somehow take control of him while he's in flight. So, what do you want to do? What are his abilities? Um, I, I mean, not a lot in the sense that he can do basically melee attacks um, with his claws um, and you can move him up to 50 feet as he's flying. So you can move him around the board if you want to, up, down, across, wherever you want to. Okay. Um, first of all, I'm going to lean forward and whisper in his ear, you're mine now, bitch. <laughs> and then I'm going to fly over to the other gargoyle, mm -hmm. dive bomb it, and I'm going to, I don't know, like pull, pull on the chains to, 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 so he clinches his feet together. And just as he grabs, just as he lands on the gargoyle to try and pick him up. Okay. Um, that is going to be quite a tricky thing to do because these things are about. 400 pounds, 500 pounds. Um, how am I going to do that? So you can you can control him to move there, that's for sure. And then you can get him to somehow grasp on to the other one. Um, you want to, like, raise him up off the floor, right? I just want to pull him into the water. Okay. Um I tell you what, let's do, because, um, I mean, he, he is still literally on the cliff edge there. Make an attack roll, um, and if it's good enough, if it deals enough damage, we can say you do knock him off the side. That one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't see it. Um, 
so you're still on the gargoyle but as it gets closer towards this other one um you somehow manage to lose control a little bit so it does start to reach towards it but it does then kind of fall flat and so you're kind of now plonked next to this other gargoyle you're still on the back of it you still got control of it but it didn't quite manage to grab it as you first anticipated it would do what else do i get the rest of my moves my personal moves or is that um yeah i mean technically you could jump off risk an opportunity attack and move if you want to or you can try and attack it while you're still on it yeah can I try and make him fly up any further? Well, I suppose I've come down 50 feet, haven't I? You've actually given me yeah, an extra bit I of mean, distance there. Its movement will have expired, yeah. Oh, oh, what to do? Oh, I'm just going to stay on it for now. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to stay on it and uh, use a key point for uh, patient defence. Okay, cool. That's it. That's me done then. Okay, no worries. Um, Tar, you're next. So, my hunter's mark is on the wrong guy, isn't it? So, I guess bonus action is hunter's mark on the dragon. Um, and I'm just going to continue my sniping motion for a bit. So, um, yeah, try and get a couple of uh, hunting rifle shots in on, mm -hmm. on the dragon. Um, so to hit is a nat 20. So Yay! there we go. Um, the That would be a damage of nine. Um, that doesn't wait. Sound no, wait. Sorry, I'm misreading that. Um, that's a damage of fourteen. So when when you get a nat twenty, you basically roll double the hit dice. So if you've rolled two d tens, you can mm -hmm. roll another two. Or is that fourteen, including all four of them? No, that was just two. So okay, let's go again. Nineteen. That's including my uh, D6 for Hunter's Mark. Okay, so 19. 33 altogether. Mm. This trail's getting crit, critted. Okay. <laughs> so that's the first attack. Locked in the face of a sniper and then smashed in the face of a hammer. <laughs> So are you going to attack again, or are you going to do anything else? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got two of them, haven't I? So same thing again. Um, just do my 20, 17. That one's a miss. Duh. Wow. So That's the first seems to hit, second one seems to miss. Yeah, so the first one, again, it kind of manages to, you manage to bullseye a point that seems to be very vulnerable to the dragon. 
and um, you can see large bits of stone shatter as the bullet connects. Second one, it does just miss, let's say, from where it rears up in anguish. Uh, you just miss because you kind of aimed at where it was, not where it moved to as it reared up in pain. But um, yeah, still got a really solid shot. You're going to stay put or are you going to move or? Um, how far am I from the other building? Um, let's see. Uh, definitely too far to walk. Um, five. Hang on. I mean, you're talking 60, 70 feet. Uh, that's not including the distance getting off that building and getting on the other one. So altogether, you'd need to expend about 90 feet of movement, if not 100. So would you say it's about 30 feet to get to uh, um, Old Bran and Tapura? You'd probably get halfway there because you're going to use about 20, 15 feet to get down off the building. And then you're probably going to get to about halfway there. Okay. Oh. Uh, I'll get. I'll, I'll. I'll make my way towards towards the dragon in that case because I think I need to get a bit closer. Okay. Because we're uh, using the maximum of my eighty feet range, I think, by the sounds of it. Well, from from where you are to where the dragon is, um, it is. I mean, if we were looking at if you were off the building, you're talking five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40 about 35 or 40 feet. So were you standing off the building, you'd probably be able to get there, but escalating structures or descending them use more movement. So we can probably put you safely about here, give or take. Oh. And we're a tiny, tiny bit closer maybe, because that's probably a little bit short because you've got um, 40 feet of movement, right? Okay. Can we can we sort of put me towards the back of the rear of the uh, the dragon? Towards the the bridge. Yeah. Okay. So let's do five, ten. Uh, kind of here-ish, I guess. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Cool. Um, Brady. Hmm. I've been thinking all this time about this move, and I'm I'm still not sure. Um, yeah, no, I'll stay with the gargoyle. Uh, the the dragon seems to be um, uh, being handled by Albran and Debura. So uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Brody will stay put, and he'll do his usual attacks. So he'll go for a long sword strike on the gargoyle, and he gets a twenty-three to hit, which yeah, that hits. is positive. So. Uh, and he hits for 13 damage. Okay. And he's going to follow up with his hand axe for a 16 to hit. Uh, yeah, that one will hit too. Right. And that's for 5 damage. Okay. And then he'll do it again. So he'll hit for his long sword. Uh, 25 damage. Uh, 25 to hit, sorry. So that's fine. Uh... 
That is for 11 damage. Really? That's a bit shit. Um, and then to follow up the hand axe again to hit is a 25. And damage of that hand axe is 9. Okay. Nine. So um, you are literally just a a human dwarven windmill of blades. So you literally come flying in with these two weapons, chop, 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 and you literally pick this thing apart to the point that it literally starts to crumble underneath you as you start to hit away at it. And after you've finished with this flurry of blows, it lays as a pile of dust and rubble at your feet. Nice. Bloody hell. Like that. Uh, let's, 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 you know, on, on the, that topic, let's, let's do an action surge as well so we can do an additional action. Um, can I, can I turn around and um, I throw my, my hand axe at the dragon? Yeah, you can you can do that. Yeah. Oh fuck off! Uh, <laughs> no. So I shouldn't laugh at my colleague. Yeah, no, it's a ten. So do I want to use my superiority today? Ah, fuck it. All right. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go for a precision attack. So I'm gonna add a superiority die roll. Mm. Actually, no, no, that's only a d8. No, 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 no. I'm gonna miss with that. Damn it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so unfortunately that axe does fall short, but uh, hey, you've taken the gargoyle out, so that's all good. Yeah. Alright, cool. Yeah, that's all meat. Cool. Um, it is the lone gargoyle's turn again. So he is once again going to try and remove Ron from him. Um, so we'll do another strength check, um, yeah. opposing just to see what happens. Oh, wow. <laughs> 14. Yeah, you you are firmly in control of this gargoyle. Yes. I told you. This bitch. isn't meant to be what happens with gargoyles. This isn't at all what I planned, so yeah. <laughs> hey, mate, there's a thumbnail. How to screw a DM again, part two. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think the DM's enjoying this one. <laughs> Yeah, let's turn one of the gargoyles into, into a giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> it's not a giraffe, it's a giraffe. Giraffe. You're a giraffe. 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 Yeah, that's it. I do, have, I do have a toy giraffe behind me that I couldn't get. So, <laughs> um, options there. I um, still don't. I've got a giant purple worm, but still no giraffes. You're I've lacking. Got- I've got a giant, I've got, I've got a giraffe, I've got lions, I've got a sheep, I've got a hippo, I've got lots of Playmobil and Sylvanian families, so just take a pick. Nice. Um, nice. <laughs> I'd love to see them on a the battle map. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you know what, like, um, <laughs> they've done, haven't they, Critical Role, they've done like one shots of things like where, where they're all goblins, where they do Diablo, where they do all sorts of stuff, so we could do like a Sylvanian family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be good. I'd like that. Armor him up as well. <laughs> Custom oh, armor no. out of cardboard. Right, anyway. We missed the bus to school. How will we get there? <laughs> so you've got like this. A guy roundhouse kicked the bus. 
You've got a guy in a trench coat like, hey kids, want to come in my white van? It's like, hey, do a... <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you can tell if he's being truthful to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so nice have ice cream in this white van. <laughs> <laughs> that went so very quickly. So quickly. Yeah. I'm not sure Matt would make that one. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> They don't show that in the adverts. Mm-hmm. Where was I? Um, I lost track of everything now. Um, <laughs> so De- Deborah is is next after the gargoyle. Cool. So I'm going to change my my target to the big giant thing that tried to kill me. Mm-hmm. Good chance. So that'll be two Eldritch Blasts. Fire one for twenty-five. That's it. And that'll be a nine nine damage for the first one. Mm-hmm. Fire two. Um for nineteen. Uh yeah, that does it. And there's a fourteen. Okay. So yeah, being point point blank range, you managed to quite easily hit with both bolts, uh, dead center on this dragon. Um, it too now, like the gargoyles prior to him, is starting to show signs of wear and tear. There are cracks forming across its body. You can start to see that it is slowly starting to crumble apart as these attacks are hitting it. Um, it is melee distance, so if you do move, it will be an opportunity attack, but did you have anything else that you did want to do? Let's go see if I've got anything. Nope. Okay. So, it is the dragon's turn again. Um... What am I going to do? Um, Okay. Great. So it is going to rinse and repeat. So it is going to try and hit both of you with one of its stone claws. So let's say this is uh, do the attack first last time. Four grand. He tries to hit you with a 18 to hit. That is a miss. Mm. So he comes with this giant claw rearing towards you, but you manage to block it as it gets towards you. Uh, Deborah, he's going to try and hit you with one of his claws as well. Uh, yeah. For a 12 to hit. Wow. That's a miss. Mm. So clearly the wear and tear and starting to set in with this thing, um, but it does make one final attack. It turns slightly and tries to strike, uh, let's say, and evens. Um, it tries to strike Deborah with its tail, which will be, uh, what is that? A 17 to hit. 
Yeah, that hits. And it comes bearing down on you for... Uh, 17 bludgeoning damage. Oh, bloody hell. Okie dokie. That's a, that big gift. That's a big gift for somebody as squidgy as him. <laughs> but that is all it can do. It is going to stay put, so it is now Hallbrand's turn. Great. Um, rinse and repeat? Fuck it, why not? All of my good spells are at distance, and I'm in combat, so... Yeah, stuff it. All right, yeah, no, I'm going to... I rub the end of my hammer. I surround it with necromantic. I take a huge swing. Oh, that's a 23 to hit. It will indeed hit. Only 4d10 this time. That's that's not bad. 31. Damn. Okay. So, as you come bearing down with it with your axe, uh, again, with this necromatic energy emanating from it, you manage to once again get such a powerful hit in such a sensitive area that it, ma- it slowly crumbles away in front of you. With one oh, final roar, it manages to collapse in a heap of rubble in front of you and your colleague. Dang! Nice. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. So Just... powerful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Just normal spells. <laughs> I think I broke a rib. That's... <laughs> yeah, wow. Right. Um, okay. <laughs> then can I ask the so obviously I've cast the spell, but because I've got the circlet of blasting, which is an infused magical item, um, does that count as a can't cast two spells in one turn? Um yeah, you'd, ha- you'd have to choose one or the other. So as your action, you can cast a spell or use the circlet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I've got my spell. All I've got left is my bonus action is rage. Don't really want to rage. No, that's me done. Yeah, cool. I might just uh, I wander off into the middle of the thing, just sort of gauging, ready for jumping in on the... Uh, the last remaining gargoyle, even though I don't think it's going to last much longer. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Back to run again. So I'm going to pull the chain to make it uh, take off. And it's only going to go up slightly. And I'm going to like pull back so that it goes backwards and dive bomb straight down into the water with me on the back of it. I'm gonna ride it into hell. <laughs> and uh, as it hits the water, I am going to soften my fall by jumping off at the very last minute, and hopefully that uh, will cause some damage. Okay, so the to give you an idea, from where you're standing to the water below. 
about 60 feet or so. Um, mm. So you, and that's like right at the verge of the water. It does, you can assume, get deeper as you get further along. So mm. You can certainly try and do that and try and kind of make it crash into the water below, but you would have to jump off quite early in order to manage to jump back up onto the bridge or onto the, the ground where you are. Oh, I'm happy to uh, take the risk. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna, I, I still want to ride it to the last minute and um, yeah, see what happens. I'm a, I'm a monk, you know what I mean? I can fucking <laughs> be running up. Can go wrong. All right, well, let's let's do that then. Um, so you, yeah, I mean, you still, so you still got control of it. That's cool. Um, you managed to coerce it into flying up and then dive bombing towards the water. Um, do a acrobatics check to see how nimbly and quickly you can jump off. 24. Okay. Um, so sure enough, you manage to control it in such a way that you manage to direct it towards this body of water. You fly it up a little bit you direct it towards back down this body of water and as you take your weapon away from it you manage to kind of tuck your knees into your chest kick the back of it so that you propel yourself off and do a backflip back to where you were standing and from a combination of your control and the force that you kicked it with it does go straight down into this body of water and it's so heavy that because of the pull of the waves, it can't manage to get back up. So you can kind of see this large stone figure not only go like dropping to the bottom of the water, but it is no doubt being carried along by the current as well. And so, and, and I, I did I backflip back back up to the to the bridge. A twenty-four is that good? I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do that. We just stood there like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> just another day for run. <laughs> I'm too busy spitting out blood. Uh, <laughs> you'll be okay, man. I've just been watching this the whole time for past like, what probably is actually more like a minute. <laughs> Ignoring uh, the fallen Deborah who's just bleeding out next to you. <laughs> like, yeah, bravo, Ron, bravo. I'm uh, going to spin my rifle like uh, Cloud Strife in Final Fantasy. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah. Shove it I back in it. my pack. I see it. Yeah, that's cool. Do an acrobatics <laughs> mm, Do a performance check. Well, not a DM. Does he get it? Acrobatics check. 15. Okay. I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah. Hive mind, hive mind. Like it. That was really fun, that battle. That was good. So you're, you're all kind of now standing at this, uh, well, at the end of this bridge overlooking this uh, river and you've got the castle ahead of you a good few hundred feet away. So yeah, down to you again. 
The burr, my friend, come here quick. <laughs> you might need to. Like, uh, yeah. Just, just to give him a boost, I'm going to cast cure wounds on him. Oh, max eleven hit points. Oh, that's that's great. <laughs> I only need a bit more. As well. <laughs> oh, it oh, again. So in character. Oh, yeah. Could actually feel the heel. <laughs> I've technically got cure wounds. I go up to Zubura and lay my hands on him in a slightly creepy way. Excuse me? And cast cure wounds. Describe the creepiness. I just imagine like cure wounds, like you've got a foot facing the opposite way and it just goes, just cracks back into position. Oh, yeah. It's fine. You're just fine. I'm a tiefling. I come from hell. And you're fine. <laughs> don't, don't you worry about a thing. <laughs> it's going to be alright. Bend over. <laughs> it's got to be Can't, in the right there. <laughs> inspiration. How much do I heal? Yeah. Um, I've got no idea. Let me, check. Let me, let me check. Didn't even look at the spell. Yeah, I just know I've got it. He just, he just wanted to go touch me up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically, basically. Yeah, uh, or a demon fetish. <laughs> what is it? Is it what's, what? What do I have to roll? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, your your uh, wounds is literally it's just it's a D eight plus your spellcasting modifier. Mm. All right. Okay. Oh, I got a seven. There you go. Cool. That's a bit better. Mm. I can finally feel my ribs not being broken. I'm not sure if he sounds grateful or not, you know. I feel like eating him with my hammer and taking my healing back. Uh, I'm going to use this opportunity to move downstairs. Um, so I'm going to swap. Laptops. Whoever's host is that you, Bren? Yeah. Um, just let me in on my other laptop, please. Yeah, cool. I think it's safe to say that it was the D and D room. I'm afraid it does look that way, doesn't it? Mm. So to hear that, buff. What? So to hear that he's. Oh, D and D. Yeah. Oh, here's the problem of he's uh, my fire. Yeah, it's been perfect. Really. Hey, but James, I've got a couple to spare. Um... Wi-Fi routers and stuff you could use. Already ordered them on Amazon. <laughs> oh, good luck. Game was going. Committed. You could you could add Bren's ones to them. <laughs> yeah, I've got like a, a Google Mesh unit going throughout. Oh, I had it going throughout my last place, but my new flat doesn't need it because um, the walls are paper thin. <laughs> so, good and bad. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so I just yeah, I just don't need them. No. I should sell them at some point. Yeah, if I'd have been told that earlier, I wouldn't have spent twenty nine pound and bought. I was going to say you could have you could have just had them. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> well, you could you can probably still cancel it if you want. Cancel the order. Have you done yeah. It? 
But it depends. Like sometimes they will, and sometimes they won't. Well, it's Amazon. I'm, I should get lucky. Yeah, I'll um. Been dispatched. It's fine. So I won't have been dispatched yet. Well, what? To do what you want, James. And if you, if you, if you'd like me to package them up, that's cool. If you want to try using the things that you ordered, that's cool too. Well, yeah, the fact that you're only around the corner from me, Brendan, it'll actually be pretty cool. Yeah, no worries. Why haven't you been doing D and D in that room anyway? In what room? In the room you're in. What my bedroom? Yeah. Because it's my bedroom. I've got nowhere oh. to stick a ta- nowhere to stick a table. <laughs> oh, is it tiny? Oh. No, it's huge. But I've got a double bed in the middle. <laughs> Just... Yeah, sack off a double bed. Just get yourself a <laughs> sleeping bag. Sleep on the table. Ultimate <laughs> 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 commitment. <laughs> Live the dream, boy. Live the dream. Basically, you got to commit to your craft. Yeah, that's right. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll live without things. <laughs> now, I'll get the boosters so that I can continue with my D&D room that I've created. It's tiny though, isn't it? It's like um, it's like a cupboard. Oh, it's a box room. It's a bedroom. Yeah. That's what they're for, isn't it? Hobbies. Why don't you put your bed and in that office. room, and then have this huge room for D and D? Because I'm pretty sure that there's not even enough room in that bedroom to put a double bed in. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about. Don't worry about. You're only sleeping in there, waking up in the small box room, <laughs> living in it. It's fine. You know what we really need is room for activities. Yeah, that's what we need. Yeah, <laughs> and you can always like saw your mattress in half or something. Anyways, <laughs> well, uh... hmm. so um. Admin-wise, have you guys done what you need to do? Is there anything else you want to do before moving on? Uh, Bren, you just got let me in. Thank you. That was really weird. Bren didn't have to let you in. I did. Oh. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm host, you know. I think you... It didn't make me host again when I signed back in, did it? Yeah, I think, I think it did, yeah. Yeah, it's, bloody good. It's fine. I'm recording fine, so it's not a problem. I didn't even get hit in that battle. No, me neither. I was just Good taking, for you. taking putt shots. <laughs> I got I got hit in the face by a natural twenty from a stone dragon. Yeah, I survived. And then smacked in the, his face with a natural twenty as well. Yeah, that was tasty. Yeah, I knew you'd be all right. So. I just, just crashed the whole computer. Oh, that's not good. Oh my god, my laptop has crashed. Ah. Oh no. This is freaky. Pushing the power button and it's not switching off. Is it plugged in? Oh, <laughs> switching off. Is it plugged out? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that happen before. It's proper frozen. Oh, there we go. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, it came back to life and I still shut it down. Shit. Oh. I will just sign out of here and then come back in. Sorry. So impatient. And yeah, I'm still, I'm back on. What the fuck? 
Technology is not our friend. Yeah, well, this laptop's usually pretty good. It's a work laptop, and it's a nice, nice Dell laptop. But um, for some reason, I think it's probably just because I'm logged in two on the same Zoom account by two devices is probably freaking with it. Mm, probably, yeah. Might be. If you guys progress and just, just yeah, deal me in, make appropriate moves to Brody, and I'll, I'll see you guys in a second. Mm. Right, later. Thank you. Brody jumps off the bridge head first. <laughs> I bet you do it. I'd like Brody to carry that massive log that's on the left. Climb down that 60 foot cliff. And just decide and then... that it's a really interesting log to bring with us from the rest of the thing. He misses the carpet, brothers. The final he wasn't mega you know, you've, been carry- you've been carrying that log the whole time. <laughs> what the massive club that you just bought oh the carpet guys oh I do have a, a question Mr. DM um, right. admin wise uh, what about that weapon eh oh yeah <laughs> mm. oh, he's worse than a dog with a bone yeah, well um, you know it was a good idea. I want to. I want. I want to fight Astrat with Elky's horns. I. I will. I will write something down for you as we yes. go. Um, I mean, I don't mean to be insensitive, but I mean Elky was only in it for like one session. Elky was my pet. <laughs> God damn you! Oh, sorry. <laughs> How sorry. dare you, sir? I wish I never said anything. No, you probably shouldn't have. You bite your tongue. <laughs> Elkie carried Brody. The worst thing of it all is that Elkie carried Brody for a whole session. Yeah. Elkie fought battles with Brody on his back. <laughs> on her back, I should say. And then we just sacrificed her. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> oh, shit! You did not. Oh, shit! <laughs> no, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> we, were, we were just really hungry and we ran out of rations and... Listen, one thing led to another. I've already been. I'm already like <laughs> neutral, chaotic. Do not do. And, and remember, I started off awful good. Do not, do not tip the thing. You don't oh need... my god, this has really affected your character. <laughs> this is the thing. This campaign. I feel like near the really end of this campaign, Tar's gonna go shoot Von if he carries on talking about LK. I don't know. No, I, I, no. It's going to It's going to be tar. I think. I think it's going to be all brand. Is going to smash Ron in the grid with his hammer. <laughs> Something's going to happen to Ron at this rate. <laughs> are you, are, you, are you trying to say that Ron has managed to annoy all brand? <laughs> no. Who would have thought? I think he's a great character. <laughs> I've been waiting for him the, for, for six months I've been waiting for him to say pity the fool i got to be honest with you no no is that too on the nose is it it's, it's, uh, it's not it's not Ron's style no that's not me <laughs> <laughs> right so come on what are we doing boys are we just probably waiting for um... oh yeah no, but he said to carry on. Oh, yeah, he said to carry on. 
going to say, I kind of imagine. I don't know, but I don't know about any of you, but I'm very, very tempted to stick two fingers up to Astarac and go sleep. <laughs> well, long rest. Should we uh, clamber down the cliff and um, make a little campsite under the bridge by that log? Yeah. It sounds safer than anything else that we could possibly do. Yeah. But then, do we really, do we really try and take a long rest this close to Asterax's front door? Well, it's either this or we go even closer. And we're not going back. I guess the question is, do you risk bumping into a troll under the bridge? Oh, shit. Ah, it's all right. He probably runs, Mum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. What the fuck did you just say about my mama? That's all right. I was just throwing some shade your way, you know. Maybe you got, these two should have a duel. I'd die. Sort out sort out their... Uh, Run would die. Their issues. <laughs> Run would die. He just, he's no, just straight away, I'd die. That's it. Don't just... <laughs> yeah, Run would die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, in oh. all in all honesty, right? I'm out of second. I'm I'm out of second spell slots. I'm a rage down. I mean, yeah, I I need a long rest. If we're going, in, if if we're sort of like the next thing is Asterak's house, I need to recoup. I mean, how many key points you? Got left then. Oh, so they I recover all my key points on a short rest, but on a long rest, I recover uh, a special ability which is really helpful where I can just I like it's you know it's a special, so you can mm-hmm. add it on, on top of a move and just recover 18 points of health. Nice, yeah, come on. <laughs> I I I reckon we 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 attempt to um, set up some sort of camp. Got a bottle of wine. We could just get a bit drunk. Oh yeah, shit. Actually, I've got exactly one and a half bottle of bottles of wine, and one of them is titled "Bottle of Wine for Al- for All Brand." Huh. Oh. Not sure um, why I've got it, but I do have it. Interesting. Oh, and I've got an Armisian side liter of cider. We bought it from that tradesman. Let, you came you I thought we drank all that. No, not oh, me. I've still got one. Saving it for when we defeated Asterax. You can't drink it. Yeah, true. You true. can here drink it. All right, all right. Well, uh, yeah, okay, right, Mr. DM. Hello. Get you involved in this conversation. Don't want you. Don't don't want you to think that we've forgotten you're there. Uh, is there anywhere sensible for us to bunker down for some hours before we attempt? I mean, what what? I mean, another question. What time of day is it? It is the afternoon. Um, it is probably early going on mid-afternoon. To be honest, with the sky as it is, um, it doesn't really make a difference. It could be first thing in the morning and it would still be that there's a very dark hanging. Um, it's it's going to be very dark regardless, but it's afternoon. 
Hmm. Um, as far as like what what you can see from where you are, um, it's one of those things where you're not a hundred percent sure where the best place to go would be, or if in fact there is anywhere from anywhere else. Because again, like aside from this large looming building that's off in the distance. You have got the bank down below, um, which you believe you could probably clamber down, but obviously there is the water, which at the moment is going pretty quickly. Um, there is that as a risk. You have plenty of houses to bunker down in, but obviously you have all these people walking about, and although they don't seem quite with it, there is obviously something that still doesn't seem quite right with them. I'm assuming they wouldn't appreciate it sleeping in their, head, sleeping in their houses, though. I say we just slide down this cliff and have a long rest. Fuck it. Take the risk. Go on, good night. Go on, Mr. Mr. Backflip. You uh <laughs> you jump down there. You tell us if it's safe and I might consider taking myself down there because I if it's, if it's of any, six years old, you know. If it's of any use, I don't really need a rest myself, so I can do some sort of sensory while you're um off resting up. We also have the broom of, broom of flying and a, oh, 50, yeah. and a 50 feet rope. <laughs> nah, just jump it. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to dangle the rope over the, the thing and tie it to like a nondescript edge of the bridge and just sort of like climb down slowly while you're all like standing looking to drop like try and jump it. I'm just, I'm magic slot <laughs> down. That's my, that's my biggest problem at the minute. Just just before just before Tar gets to the ground, about ten feet off the ground, can I cut the rope? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on. There's a lot. <laughs> just like <laughs> but I, I wanna see that happen. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean so as as you start to clamber down, um you can kind of see Rod's head poking over. And you're like, don't you do it, don't you do it. But he does. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I mean, the, the fall isn't obviously far. Um, you manage to kind of catch yourself as you drop and you just kind of give him a look. Um, but yeah, you're now at the bottom of this, uh, this bank. Um, there is a fair bit of space underneath. I mean, the, the river itself is again flowing pretty steadily it doesn't look to be too strong of a current at the moment but it's flowing quite strongly um like towards the the west so going uh, this way um there's probably about there probably is enough room for all of you to fit underneath there um you're not 100 percent sure on what risk there is with the water flowing at the moment how that would change if you were to stay down there for a long while but there is certainly enough room for all of you to comfortably space out down there all right well i've got an extra set of scale mail with me for some reason so i'm going to use that as a blanket and just sort of uh settle myself down while i wait for the rest of them to sort their act out uh, I, yeah. re I reckon we go into the house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's already down there. Yeah. Because I'm home, may I ask? <laughs> 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 I 
to be honest, now now that you're down there, the one thing that you see as well is you probably could have climbed down the bank leading down there. It probably would have been a bit rough, but you didn't necessarily need to use the rope. So if you need to, you can back up there as well. Uh, also fly on my broom of flying. Yeah. yeah. Being 196 years old, I sit down on my bum and I scoot myself over to the edge and I sort of just push off and slide down. With, with three bags of kit. Well, yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not carrying that much anymore. I've got rid of some of it. Oh. Um, yeah. So just like Ron just jumps down the bank, like surfs down it. Um, and is everybody else joining us or? Are we going to attempt to take like two short rests on the trot or are we just going to go fuck it, long rest? Long rest. Last one. Mm. Yeah, With Brody a... as sentry, potentially. I don't need to do a long I think this is. I think this is the last one, really. You never know. Could be on this bridge for the next three sessions. <laughs> Could be under this bridge. Mm. Could be down the river. You know what that means for next session? Lionel will be coming back. Oh, yeah. Well, he's already back. He's been over a week. I mean, yeah, you, I'm you've just... been doing yeah, this for like 10 days now. So I'm it's not been gonna, a week. I'm not going to waste him. And, you know, he's obviously going to have to be saved for the final battle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. Cool. So are we, are, we, are we all hunkering down under this bridge then? And... I've got no food, but. Um... Team fish. They just like gnaw on some grass or something. Man, near a river, we can fish. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's up to you guys what you want to do. I mean, now that you're all, now that you're all down there, um, you can kind of see that you do have enough space to spread out a little bit. But, um, if you to do the river, then it would be a bit treacherous because it is flowing uh, fast enough to get caught up in there if you were to kind of wade into there. Um, Brody, you're going to take Soul Watch or are you guys going to alternate? Well, I, I thought it was a, it was considered a short rest if you did um, uh, if you did centuries. So what, are you you're having a, a short rest or a long rest? No, we're having a, we're having a long ass rest. Yeah, I, I mean, technically, you could alternate every couple of hours. Like for for anyone who's missing hit points or needs something back, um, if you were to take like the full eight hours, that would be enough. If there are people there who don't necessarily need. Um, as much healing up. You can kind of swap over every couple of hours, for example. Um, as long as someone is keeping a lookout, that's cool. Um, it's up to you how, how you want to kind of play it out. Because obviously if no one kept watch, anything could happen. Like, you know, the river could all of a sudden start yeah. to come up on the bank or something could kind of sneak up on you from, you know, you're, you're in a relatively vulnerable spot. Because something could come along and see you down there and have the advantage. So it's important to yeah. have someone on the watch. 
server i can i can sentry. i can swap out i don't need i don't need a, a, a long rest so i yeah, can so... i can i can join brody on and swapping out with him yeah if tara and i each take a short rest and the rest of you guys take a long rest because um, oh. we'll we'll swap out sentries and then i get to restore some of my hit points today actually because i forgot i'm down sounds like a goddamn plan indeed you yep. have ourselves a long rest over the last one we gonna get so down, um, again there is enough space just about for all of you so you kind of one by one slide down the bank onto this uh, shielded area to a degree just near to this river and you um, start to hunker down and start to Try and recuperate a little bit. You've got Brody and Tom who alternate the watch and make you look out for anything or you know anything at all that could be a danger. Whilst during the time nothing does come along, um, I suppose the longer you wait, the more um, unease you feel. So obviously you are more or less in the shadow of this large castle, which you've more or less been openly invited to. You're not quite sure why, uh, quite sure what motive there is in being invited here or what waits you. But the longer you wait there, you do feel a little bit more of a sense of dread, especially because you are literally right on the doorstep. <laughs> there is, uh, again... Nothing that approaches you, though. So despite these people walking about, and some of them do kind of, you notice, go towards this castle, you notice that one or two of them do mindlessly walk along this bridge towards the castle, but you don't see them come back. They don't disturb you. They don't pay you any minds. They don't even look your way. They just kind of walk about taking care of different things. You do hear the sounds of nature as well but they're not the typical kind of sounds that you'd expect there are wolves howling in the distance there are wings fluttering by but they don't sound like bird wings they sound more leathery overhead and you can hear sounds that you certainly don't recognize and do make you feel a little bit uncomfortable but as the hours go by you all do manage to rest you manage to recuperate nothing disturbs you so you do manage to benefit from the full eight hours or the six hours, depending on obviously how you kind of swap your ships around with the watch. And then it notice it's probably, again, it's really difficult to tell exactly what time it would be because you've got this darkness overhanging. Uh, it could be the morning, it could be the evening, but knowing what you know, it is now for all intents and purposes approaching the evening. So it's probably around nine, maybe even 10 o'clock at night by the time you're ready to continue on. Well, if we were going to fight him at any time, now would be the time. you damn right, brother. Let's get this over and done with. I'm going to hand out six torches and suggest we all enter holding these torches aloft and shout, burn the beast. As we walk into the house, that's a little bit cliche, isn't it? Yeah, well, come on, let's reenact a scene. <laughs> <laughs> and the beast is with me. 
Yeah. Tumbleweed <laughs> floats <Yeah>. by us. Uh, <laughs> right, Everyone just scratches uh, yeah, their head. Yeah, uh... <laughs> all right, Tar's going to hold all six. He's not Satan till he's dead. He'll come haunt him as his nice. Something about a monstrous appetite. B. Kill the beast. Oh, Bran, I'm guessing you're in then. Sure, fuck it, why not? Yes. I don't, I don't, I don't need the torch, so I cast light on my hammer. I'm just kind of. Rah. I'll do. I'll keep the. I'll keep all six. I'll just juggle them. <laughs> hey, yo, I take one of them torches, man. Yeah. Just one of you. He was. Tar was feeling like proper. Just yeah. Feel bad for Tar. <laughs> don't feel bad for me. I got five still. <laughs> I'm just gonna go in holding five lit torches. I'll get. I'll find something to do with them. Come uh, <laughs> in, we crawled. We 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 make our way back up to the top. We start crossing this bridge, hmm. just because. So you clamber up the top. Uh, you manage to get up to where you were previously, and you start to cross the bridge. Uh, as you approach, you do start to take in how grand this castle is. <laughs> and not like a fully blown one with many, many turrets or anything like that, but it's certainly very large. It's very grand. And uh, despite the fact that it hasn't been used for a while, or occupied for a while from what you understand, it still looks to be in relatively good condition. All the brickwork from what you can see is still in one piece. Um, everything does look to be very well constructed. It looks like a lot of hours have gone into constructing this building. Now, as you cross the bridge, you come to a large set of doors. Uh, these doors are probably about 30 feet high. They're really, really grand, and they stretch out quite wide as well. The interesting thing is that they aren't completely closed. They are open a crack. Now, by the doors, you've got this large wall um, going both left and right, surrounding the grounds of this castle. And of course, you're still on this stone bridge with the river flowing underneath you. Um, but yeah, you are now at the foot of the castle with these great big doors in front of you. Well, the fact that it's even remotely open, can we just don't push it? Are you just going to go on in? Are you expecting right. us? Fucking right, I am. Burn I... the beast! Burn the beast! I'm just gonna like walk in. Burn the beast! Burn the <laughs> beast! Just gone to this guy's head, man. You just to see what happens. Yeah, Dude, crazy. Not quite sure what Tar's been smoking, but the campaign's finally got to him. <laughs> <laughs> or watching too much Disney. I've just, <laughs> I've literally just stepped into the door with. With the foot, with the five lit torches in my arms, but I'm not going to do anything particularly dramatic unless something happens to me first. Are you are you going to step through, or are you something you're going to hang back? How do you want to do it? We'll step. Well, I'm going to step. Through. I'm quite happy to step in. Um, all brown in his normal miserable moany way. Ask crack. I know you're in here somewhere. Show your face, you basket. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brody will step in as well. Why not? Okay. Yeah, so, I'll follow. Yeah, so everyone's going in. So these large double doors 
Um, as you push the momentum, you enter into the grounds of the castle. So all around you is what looks to be a large garden of sorts. Now, from the outside, you wouldn't have known this, but coming inside, it looks to be a complete mess. Despite how well intact the building from the outside looked, the grounds look to be completely unkept. So there is a path leading forwards towards the castle itself, but all around are bushes, trees, all kinds of things that look to have been left completely. They've overgrown, sprouting all over the place. There are trees that have collapsed, died. Um, either side of the castle, it looks to be that there is a large, um, the vegetation has grown to such an extent that it is many, many feet high and it covers a lot of the, the grounds to either side of the castle. But the forecourt that you're in currently does have a clear path directly to the doors leading towards the castle itself. Uh, there is also a small hut that you can see towards the northeast of where you're standing, just off towards the corner of the castle. Um, but the whole area looks to be full of overgrown vegetation, trees, bushes, the lot. Um, I, uh, <laughs> you should, uh, let's check out the goddamn hut. Well, it ain't gonna serve you a fucking pizza, is it? <laughs> Just gonna put really down the torches. Oh, fuck's a pizza, man! Shit. <laughs> <laughs> is that um, a well? Is that a well next to the next to the hut? Um, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's really convenient. Okay, well, because these these uh, torches are getting a bit cumbersome, so I'm just gonna yeah. trot on over there and dump them in the well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> I just fly tipping. <laughs> it's a bit more than fly tipping when you're on someone's property. That hurts Ray, big time. <laughs> I'm now triggered. As you do it, you hear a voice coming from the well saying, keep your fresh out of here. Um, <laughs> do you want to you wanna check out the hut? Just want to have a look, see what's in there. Okay, cool. Um, so... If there's any uh, garden tools we can steal. This might take a while. So what happens is you... Is anyone else going in or is just Ron going to poke his head in there? I'll go in. I'll hang back. Same here. I'm keen. I want to see what's going on. Okay. So... Secret entrance. The hut is pretty small. Um, you open up the door and, and it is unlocked, so it's really easy to open up. And inside, it is um, a bit of a mess. There is uh, what looks to be the remains of, not the remains literally of someone that used to live there, but it looks as though the inside of the hut used to be inhabited by someone that used to live there. Uh, possibly someone who was a servant, not quite sure, but it's someone who does not live here anymore and you have been left in a bit of a state. There is um, 
a well, not even a bed there is a dirty mattress on the floor in the corner of the room uh, there is a very small area where they could do like cooking and washing um, and just a few basic amenities scattered around the room um, it does look like for the most part it's been abandoned like all of it, the possessions have been taken there doesn't look to be anything of worth in there but it certainly looks to have been somewhere that someone used to reside in i'm going to try and get the map up as well but i've had to restart dungeon scroll because of reasons um but that is what you see as you look in Shit. sounds harmless enough ain't no fang in here Yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but the DM just described all that <laughs> entirety of that. Just, just like, nah, just walk just away. Go. Nah, that'll be interesting. Thanks, DM. I love the idea of that. Award winning narrative. Just, yeah. Well. yeah. <laughs> Such ourselves. <laughs> Maybe a quick oh, investigation a check. Oh, Maybe a quick investigation check. <laughs> just, just from that. <laughs> okay, I got a, a, a nineteen. Um, yeah, I mean, investigation-wise, it doesn't look to be that there is anything of worth in here. Again, you kind of have a look, uh, a thorough look around this time. And uh, you can see that there are the remnants of uh, someone that used to live here. There, there looks to be like remains of clothing, bits of old moldy food there. Um, you can't really find anything that is of worth. Um, there's even like rats and things scattering around. Uh, but yeah, there is, there is nothing in there that's worth taking. And it certainly doesn't seem to be any kind of anything hidden per se. Okay, yeah. Moving on. Shit. Fuck that hut, man. I can waste hoping, my goddamn time. I was hoping for some coins. Don't know pizza, then. The hell you going on about, man? I don't know what, know what this goddamn pizza is. Well, you know, the you fuck's ain't a pizza. Hut. Only kind of hut that matters to me. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. You got a goddamn clue what you're talking about. Oh, Pizza Hut doing a KFC popcorn chicken pizza. Oh, my God. What the hell? That's crazy. Everyone's got like KFC fever recently. Yeah. The internet breaking collab. Oh. <laughs> Not that great. Why am I scrolling past? So. Nothing in the hut. Ain't no thing there. Nothing down the nothing down the well. Except, except for the, the torches. Except for all the torches just hit the fella in the head. <laughs> <laughs> so with main doors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the main door okay. That seems like the right place to go. So the doors themselves, um, again, are very large and grand, much more so than the doors leading to the ground's hole. 
Uh, they are engraved with all sorts of different markings on them. Not quite sure at a glance what they mean. Um, not even sure if they're a language, but there are symbols on there. A couple you do recognize, uh, for example, the, uh, the quarter moon. Um, you recognize that and a couple of other things from reading various documents about Ashtarak himself. But um, aside from that, it just looks to be all engravings on there. You open up the doors and they do open. They aren't, they aren't locked either. Uh, they do feel quite heavy, so it takes a bit of a, a push to get them open. But you open up the doors and you find yourself in a, a small entrance hall. Um, the hall itself is wider than it is long. And in the hall, there are a couple of columns, um, large stone columns supporting the weight of the upper floor. Um, yeah, Dungeon Scroll is not responding for me because I've got a shit computer, so it will be now. Um, inside, you see a couple of things of note. So there are the large columns. There is a there are four statues um, which look to be just there for decoration more than anything. But as you walk in, you can see two on the left, two on the right surrounding you. Eerily, they are pointed towards the center of the room. Um, and you see that there is uh, large windows around the room as well with stained glass on them to let the light in. What little light there is, uh, again, just about enough in front of you to make out shapes to see each other, but the light is somewhat dim at the moment, um, especially since you've chucked all those torches as well. But uh, you can you can just about make out a few things in front of you. Now, just before you manage to really take much of an action, you start to hear footsteps approaching you. Um, and these footsteps are echoing on the stone floor and you have a look around and you're not quite sure where they're coming from to begin with. It almost seems like they're coming from everywhere. But after a couple of moments, a figure emerges from behind, uh, again, almost seems like out of nowhere, from behind one of these statues that's in front of you. And it's a figure that you're familiar with because he has appeared a couple of times on your adventure he is um, relatively tall, with long dark hair. He's wearing clothing that looks to be befitting of someone of uh, noble stature. And he's walking at a comfortable pace with his hands clasped behind his back. And he turns to you all, and in a very calm, deep voice, he just simply says, Welcome. I'm glad that you, uh, I'm glad that you managed to find your way. The master will be pleased that you've accepted his invitation. The uh, hell are you talking about, motherfucker? Motherfucking invitation. Well, he uh, he invited you here, did he not, when he was brought back from, from the beyond uh, to Bucks in what it was that he is about to bring onto the world. So I'm sure that he has many things to show you. So he waits within. I recognize your face. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> My name is Radovin, and I am the master's 
servants don't like to use the word servant because that makes it seem like I'm below him, but we are... Ah, uh, you're his sex lady if you're below him. I get it. <laughs> Who would you get sex from? Because he belows him. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my head, yeah. man. Yeah. Goddamn, must be tired. <laughs> it, it is refreshing that you maintain a sense of humour given the current circumstance you find yourself in. So bravo, my friend. But, That's what um, I do. I, uh, I I am his 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 uh, his friends. I I've seen through the good and the bad with him. I've been here to ensure his revival, and uh, without me, I don't think that he would have managed to to make it to the state that he's in now. So he uh, I'm certainly not below him at all. He is someone who I see almost as an equal. And uh, I live to serve as well and benefit from... You see him as an equal. Why do you call him your master? Also, isn't he meant to be like a god? He is indeed. We are of a similar kind, he and I. Um, He is master as a title, but certainly he does not expect any less of me than he would expect from himself. So we are equals in that regard but master is just a formality it's the HR department sounds like you need equal pay (laughs) (laughs) well we will equally benefit from what he brings into the world now that he is back with us so let's go find out what this motherfucker wants yeah, I want to see what I want to. I want to see what he's going to do. Yeah, let's go along. Even if he does torch the world, you know, hey. maybe maybe on his side after all. Dude, anyway, might be, uh, might be a good really dude a after all. Kind of doing this, but I agree we're wrong. <laughs> Excuse me, what? Yeah, I know. Don't worry about it. Don't bust oh. the trend, Burra. <laughs> Get your ass up there. Yeah, I'm just following as well. Yeah, I'll do what they do. So your master is expecting this, is he? He is. He is further within. So please do go ahead and, and feel free to uh, to explore the grounds as well if you wish to. You may find a few surprises along the way. <laughs> I don't like the sounds of that. No, I'm not really sure if I quite <laughs> <if I laughs> like that. The idea of strolling around some ex-dead reincarnated god type person's house and just he might be just very very happy with what he's done with the place. Just to show it up. Well judge judging from the front garden. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I wouldn't expect example. too much. <laughs> he's a man of presence. Okay. okay. <sighs> Are we going to go straight now or? Did we just Point... wait. We got to wait. Are we we're sorry. Would it... No, it's pointing us in the right direction then, Mr. Below Man. So he just simply takes a step to the side um, and he kind of motions with his arm towards the door that is directly in front of you. Another door. Okay. 
So as you walk through the door, it leads into a larger entrance way. Um, this one is, again, wider than it is long. And it looks to be, uh, there's a lot of different ways that you can enter through the rest of the house. There is a door both to the left and the right hand side of the entrance hall, just at the far end from where you're standing. There are two sets of stone steps that kind of go around and up onto the second floor of the building. And you have a door just dead center in the middle of the room opposite to where you are at the moment. Um, again, this, this room looks to be fairly uh, similarly decorated. There are a few different sets of uh, statues standing on either side of the uh, of where you're standing at the moment. There are large stone columns holding up the second floor and um, various paintings scattered around on the walls as well as stained glass windows high up on the walls to let in what light there is. So you've got, I'm still trying to get this up, but it's still not working. Uh, so there is a door to the left, a door to the right, a door in the center, and there are large steps leading up to the second floor of the building. You're slowly being consumed by your background, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool. At one point, it looked like your walls were like imprinted with the Misfit Adventures logo. Yeah. Like that, I was about yeah. to say, you might think about switching that off, and that might actually benefit Dungeon School. Dungeon School. Mm. I'm just going to grab something to eat. I'll be back in like 30 seconds. Okay, let me try and see if that makes a difference. It's been on the whole time, so I don't know yeah. the difference, but let's see. Leave it on. Oh. Well, I'm thinking we should just go straight up to the centre room. Shit. A bit nice and straight. What the hell you think's going to happen, man? We going to die. So we should take a different route? The question you go ask yourself is if we look around his house and then we go upstairs and we fight him, we might die. If we ignore the rest of the house and we walk up those stairs and we fight him, we might die. Yeah. If we don't fight him and leave and fucking ignore him, we might die. Everyone going to die. Well, that makes it very clear on what we need to do. <laughs> we got to do. We ain't got no choice, man. We, we mm. just got to die. I, I, no, that's not really. I said we might. I'll do you if you do me. Uh, I'm just looking worst case scenario. What happened to your confidence there, Ron? A little bit shaken, if I'm honest. <laughs> so what you're you're telling me that you just talk shit? Well, you all talk now. Come, come on, hey, you confident? I'll die trying. You you said. <laughs> Shit, well, I, I know in deep, deep down inside you, you fucking, uh, you scared of shit, just like me. Right, I think I got it working now. Bear with me. Um. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm glad I got this working now. Um. 
it's going really slow anyway. Um, right. So this is the room that you find yourselves in. So you've come from the bottom entrance and in front of you is, again, a large entrance hall. Um, we have the room to the left, the room to the right, the room in the centre. You have these two large stone sets of steps leading up towards the second floor. Um, there are a couple of bookcases at the far end, one on the left, one on the right. Again, you've got, you know, really well-painted uh, pieces of art around the room. And you've got these large uh, stained glass windows high up to let in the light. Now, once you walk in, um, you start to feel a very, it's kind of similar to that sense of unease that you felt when you were taking a rest um, earlier. But it feels like, it almost kind of feels like you feel like someone stepped on your grave. It feels like, you know, really uneasy feeling. And you start to almost feel like you're seeing things. And almost as if on cue, there is, uh, you can hear storm clouds creeping in. You can hear the rumble of thunder. And then you hear a flash of lightning. And for a split second, you see this in front of you. Five bodies laying the strewn all across the room, bloodied, beaten. And you recognize just before they disappear again that you recognize them. One of them's got an afro. <laughs> I need you all to make a wisdom saving throw. Yay, something I've got an advantage in. Um, 20. 11. Oops. 24. 15. I've got an 18. Okay. So, with this, whatever it was, you're not quite sure, this, this hallucination, this thing that happened before you, you are a little bit rattled. Uh, some of you do manage to keep your composure. Tar and Brody, you, for some reason, you, you saw this in front of you, you saw these bodies in front of you, strewn across the room, bloodied and beaten, and it hit really hard, and you felt like your heart drop as you saw it. So you two are currently, as a kind of condition that's frightened for the next hour. I won't go into great depth of what that does unless something happens where we need to use it, but essentially it does give you disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. That's the main thing about it. Okay. Ah. <laughs> I I'm just saw corpses everywhere. <laughs> corpses yeah. everywhere. We need to go back. We you need to go back. Does Tar look like when he's frightened? He's just sort of irrationally erratic, isn't he? So just open jaw. 
So if we recognise them, can one of us that isn't shitting ourselves try and identify? Um, you can. Um, I mean, it was a very, very quick thing of like a split second. So let's say, hmm, what can we do for that? Do do a a perception roll, but with disadvantage. Okay. Okay. Oh, we went from a dirty twenty to a dirty fifteen. Okay. Uh, twelve. That'll be a twelve on my end. Okay. I mean, you don't, you don't all necessarily have to do one, but basically, even no, just what I'm doing it. Um, you you do recognise that they all looked basically like you guys. Ah, uh, I, I understand why he's sitting a brick. Tony Stark, Tony Stark, all over again. Mm, it was it was something eerily reminiscent and in, in, you know most of you didn't quite catch it but one or two of you may have recognized distinguishing features that made you realize that actually this is all of you and you're not quite sure whether it's a vision of the future whether it's a hallucination whether it's a scare tactic but literally for a second at the most these bodies appeared in front of you and the, car, the afro that threw us off <laughs> Well, the afro was singed, so. <laughs> so you're saying that one was bald? Right. Bald. Oh, is really frightened because one of them was holding a double elk horn weapon. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. That's, that's, and then he knew in, instinctively what, he, what he'd seen. Such <laughs> <laughs> a <laughs> Brutal way to checkmate the DM. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's getting that weapon. <laughs> I've I've sent it to to Tar. He knows what he's got now. Have you? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I should have sent it in like a private chat about an hour ago, actually. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, Brody just happened to be the course of Brody was, was holding some keys to his new siege engine as well. It was just uh, yeah, it was like a proud, a sweet proud set of keys to his siege engine. Mm. Okay, mm. right. So we've got two members of the team that are pulling themselves, three doors and two sets of stairs. Can I name the staff? You can. Yeah. Wicked. So do I just have it? Do I just have it now? Or do we have to, have to wait for something to happen? Well, no, you, you spent some downtime crafting it right earlier. Yeah. You just didn't name it and give it its actual stats. So, yeah, it's, it's with you now. So, nice. you can, uh, yeah, cool. I, was, I was trying to think of a name for it earlier. Like, um, uh, I don't know, like Elkie's... Elkie's Wrath or something like that. But it's nice. I like that. I was going to go with Elkie's Spirit. Horny, horny. Actually, that seems like a really. <laughs> I was thinking of something along those lines. 
Horny something, I should think. Yeah. All I could get in my head is just the, the song. I'm horny, horny, horny. And, that, and that's what it does. <laughs> <laughs> Projects that song. <laughs> uh, so wish I was a bard. Right. Um, yeah, right. Okay. So, look. Three dogs, two stairs, two guys are shitting themselves. At some point, we're going to have a fight this fucker. What are we going to do? I'm mildly concerned. Uh, Only mildly, mind you. I'd like to like tear up some of the carpet. And I'd also like to check underneath the carpet for anything. <laughs> that old chestnut. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's, it's easily done. I mean, you can get like a blade weapon from someone else if you don't have one already and just tear a section off, but it doesn't, doesn't look to be at a glance anything that, um, that looks to be hidden underneath it. No. It's a dust pile that's been swept under there. Yeah, so I take a roll of, of carpet and uh, I'm just going to hold on to that for a while. Let them go wrong. <laughs> oh, man, I just love the carpet stuns. They're just so effective. <laughs> right, well... Um... I mean, I'll, 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 throw, I'll throw an ultimatum out there. Do you want to press on or do you want to call it a night there? Because I'll be honest with you, you guys are probably up to level seven now. So I was going to give you the ability to make the changes, obviously, at the end of tonight anyway. Um, But if you would rather level up now to be prepared for what's to come, um, Tar and Brody will still be frightened for an hour, but you'll have more HP and extra bits and pieces if you want to. You can do that now, or you can press on for a little bit and then go to level seven when we finish. Yes. What, press on? No, the the 11 o'clock finish is good for me. Yeah, that's good for me, because I'm going to die in a minute from tiredness. <laughs> yeah. Misfit Adventures. <laughs>